You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 135. First, before I dive into the episode today... I want to highlight the last one that came out last week. I have gotten so much amazing feedback from women especially about that episode. That's episode 134. So if you are finding this podcast for the first time, and if you want to kickstart your financial savvy and move toward more financial independence, you have got to go back and listen to the previous episode because it contains an essential list of my top 10 favorite financial resources. These are books, free tools, and other resources that have been a big part of my money journey and that I love to share with my one-on-one clients. So go check that out because I have gotten messages from listeners who are saying it was so helpful and how excited they are to dive into those books that I outlined in the episode. So on to today's topic. I'm going to be very open and talk about a big decision that I made yesterday. For any of us who are well-versed in finance, we know that cars are a depreciating asset and not a sound investment. Financially speaking, yes, this is true. There is also a wrong way to buy a car, And there's a better way to buy a car. And yesterday, I purchased my dream car. I have had my eye on this car for at least three years. So this purchase was not an investment for any kind of ROI, for return on investment or financial return. But this was an investment in me. For the last 10 years, I had been driving my trusty Honda Pilot, which I loved, and it has seen me through so many life events, and frankly, it was quite challenging to part with, but it was time. And that is what we are going to talk more about today is why. We're going to talk more about when it is time to up-level and make positive changes in your life and put a little positive pressure on yourself. So this was not planned, but in one weekend, I decided to test drive a couple of these models and I negotiated the crap out of the deal to make sure that it made as much financial sense as a car purchase could. And I went for it. And as I was sitting down with the finance manager and I was closing on the deal, he asked me a little bit more about why I decided on this purchase. So I told him why. I shared what I had been working on for the last several years and what this purchase meant to me. And I jokingly referred to it and brought up the term as midlife crisis. 
But what I loved about his response is that he wouldn't even let me call it that. How he responded was some of the best coaching I have heard lately, and it was in the most unexpected place. And it got me thinking about this term. You all, I just want to say this year, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know has been filled with a lot of growth for me, a ton of change, and some significant discomfort and learning. Many of the episodes I've put out this year, especially since the summer, have been a reflection of that personal work and change that I've been doing and initiating. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, but here is the thing. I can see that these changes are not stopping. And this car purchase yesterday was not something I planned for, but it is very aligned with the work I've been doing on me. So I can see these changes continuing. I can just feel it. I have been growing in my professional career. I'm investigating some big moves that will shift the trajectory of my business and my career. I have been up-leveling my own mentality, growing and evolving in my own mindset. And what that means is I'm also working to realign my current decisions and actions with a new upgraded vision that I have for myself. And I'm also making adjustments in my personal relationships. So today, I specifically want to talk to those of you who are likely between the ages of 35 and 50 or so in this phase that we like to call midlife. So very recently, I have been having some more conversations with others on this topic. And when I speak to my friends about this, I have mentioned that this doesn't feel like a crisis at all. It feels like such a positive phase of growth. I see this as me initiating change and putting positive pressure on myself. And here is what I mean by the term positive pressure. I'm stepping back and reevaluating all of these different aspects of my life, right? And getting clearer on my vision for my future self. I've been taking action, I've been letting go of things that don't serve me, making new commitments, and challenging myself in new ways. And when we do this in this way, it creates a sense of positive pressure that facilitates our own development because it up-levels how we need to then follow through on these things. And yes, that creates discomfort. It requires us to manage our mind in new ways. And maybe the hardest part of all of this, at least for me, is that it forces us to address old patterns and old stories that are no longer serving us. And now it also means that we will need to keep up with the momentum these changes are making. We will need to follow through. And all of that creates positive pressure. If you're doing it for the right reasons, because you want to grow, you want to evolve, then it's going to be so much easier to follow through, to stay committed. So as I am making these decisions left and right and weighing these different aspects of my life, I am checking in with myself constantly because I want to be sure that 
I am moving in a direction that is closer to my vision. That I am doing these things for the right reasons, not because it's a midlife crisis. And that following through with these new challenges will get me closer to the future version of myself, my best self that I want to be, and that I will grow and evolve in the process. Because if all of that is true, how can it be wrong? How do we know? What is another way that I know that this is positive change or positive pressure? So for example, my car, the Honda Pilot, that I traded in had been paid off for some time and I have zero debt. So financially speaking, I looked at the different options for paying for the new car. I could pay in cash or split it up or I could finance the entire thing and I opted for a combination of the two because one, it felt the most aligned and it made the most financial sense, but it also put a little bit of pressure on me with taking on a car loan that I haven't been used to having in some time. It placed a little bit of positive pressure on me. And when I made this decision, it didn't feel like it came from a heavy place. It doesn't feel like regret or shame. I'm not living in the past and I'm not doing it for reasons that are unfounded or misplaced. It feels more like excitement, anticipation, inspiration, and frankly, a little bit of indulgent fun. So as I was finalizing the deal and signing all the paperwork, I considered what I should write in the memo field of the significant down payment check that I was writing. And I simply decided on writing me. And when I wrote me in the memo field, as goofy as it sounds, it felt like gratitude. And that feels great. Making positive changes for yourself in this way and putting on this positive pressure should help you feel present and future focused, not in the past. So I anticipate more changes and I will keep you posted as I'm making big decisions going forward. But check in with yourself. Make sure you like your reasons if this feels like a transition you are going through as well. Check in with yourself and how you feel as you're moving forward. And keep this term in mind, positive pressure. It doesn't need to feel like a crisis just because you're in that phase of life and because you're going through significant change. So I'll keep you posted. Stay tuned for more of those. But if there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode today, if you feel like, yes, maybe you are in a similar phase of transition in your midlife, embrace the change that your intuition might be telling you to make. Stop ignoring those nudges that are wanting you to adjust or to let go of things and start paying more attention to what feels exciting, like possibility that will start creating momentum for you and get you closer to that future vision for yourself. That is positive pressure. In closing, I want to get your feedback. Tell me where you are. I actually did a post on social media asking the question about what comes to mind when you hear the term midlife crisis. 
And I got a ton of feedback and perspectives and still am on this post. And I discovered something interesting. The responses were pretty much split right down the middle. It was so fascinating. What I noticed is most of those who have not yet reached that midlife age, let's say in their 40s, had a very negative connotation of it. And those who maybe were in this phase of life or beyond it had a very positive perspective of the term. And one of the comments, someone else in my professional network, had a response that jumped out at me and pretty much summed it up. She said, I prefer to think of it as a midlife awakening. And for me, that hit the nail on the head. So I want to hear from you. What does that term midlife crisis or midlife awakening mean to you? What comes to mind? If you're listening on Spotify, drop a reply. And if not, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kate Ruder and let me know. What do these terms mean to you? Have you been through this type of transition in your life? And what has your experience been? And if you're in the middle of it, where are you struggling? So that's what I've got for you today. I cannot wait to hear from you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.